0: You are Locked On Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast
1: Network. Your team every day.
0: And and during the season, how does that relationship involve with stats? Is there any stat talk between you and dad or does he keep it kind of like like hey, did you have a good day? Awesome. How how is that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's um I don't even really know how to say. he's kind of past like the point where he's like calling to coach me up or anything now he's he's like and i think he's embraced he's more of a spectator now um where he him and my grandpa both they just like watching the games and you know if i if i fall into a little scuffle he'll call and ask me you know what i'm feeling or how i'm feeling because he obviously knows like some of the the cues and stuff that might be able to get me back on track um yeah but he he just enjoys watching now
1: and you mentioned that you might not have played baseball or you would have quit baseball if not for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Uh, Why was that? Was it some other sport that you had taken no. a liking to or
2: <laughs> No. He well, he was just he was just the the guy that taught me, you know, how to play. Um and it's it's the type of sport where if you don't have um some supports it like you just you don't play baseball in north idaho Mm. um like out on your own you know the the high school kids they won't start their season till like like mid-march they'll get like 20 games in in the high school season and then go play like legion or travel ball in the summer but it's not like arizona where you can just like all year play baseball all year you know it's it's really difficult um to do it without you know some type of support system like that.
1: Yeah. And that's interesting because I was going to, you know, coming from North Idaho, is it, what are kids mainly playing? Is it football first, then basketball, then, uh, I don't know, hockey, like where, where's baseball in the, the list of popularity, um, you know, among your friends and peer groups and just growing up.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, football and basketball are pop, popular sports everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Like i would say it's it's the popular spring sport but it's just it's really tough to get good at something when right. in a place where you can't you know maximize the the fields and everything that that other people in other places are able to it's just it's difficult you have to get creative um you got to want it really bad to to make it from these cold weather states mm-hmm.
0: and, and you certainly have shown that uh so far so I did do some some digging and it's not that baseball was your only sport in high school. You also played a little bit of basketball. Is that
2: right? Yeah, that's right.
0: And how was that for you? Were you uh, was it ever a decision of which one am I going to take, basketball or baseball, or was it just I'm doing basketball cuz I'm kind of good, but it's just another hobby? Like what was that relationship with with yeah. both sports in high school for you?
2: Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really any good at basketball. I just like playing it. Uh I played it my whole life, so I I like playing it in the winter time. All my friends played too. And it was I mean, it was just fun. It's like a, a different type of uh competing almost. It's such a different game from baseball.
1: What yeah. was uh your position? Were you a small forward, shooting guard?
2: Uh I was the, the, the six foot power forward.
1: There we go. Yeah. Just, I'd played,
2: I'd play tough defense and try to grab as many boards as I could. Um, and usually get some steals, drive sprint down the floor and just miss a, a fast break layup. That was like my, my specialty.
1: Yeah. You get a lot of those gotcha. uh, moments in high school for sure. Um, yeah. But going back to baseball a little bit, as you kind of went through and, and, uh, in playing little league and then high school were there certain major leaguers that you idolized or that you really enjoyed watching um just if there were any that you're like man i love I, i'd like to be like this guy one day
2: uh yeah so i most of my my dad's side of the family is uh from michigan flint specifically um so he grew up going to all the tigers games and stuff so i i kind of grew up kind of a tigers fan so i really liked watching uh miguel cabrera hit and play and i was kind of growing up right when he was really doing it triple crown winner and and stuff so yeah uh he was definitely probably my favorite player growing up um then there's i mean there's a bunch of guys robinson cano was really fun to watch hit back then um i don't know nowadays uh Yeah, I mean, those are kind of the big, big two for me.
1: This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com to claim your no-sweat-first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You can make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Well, you you give a smile to Ulysses' face because he is a uh, huge Miguel Cabrera fan. They're both from Venezuela, so that's like yeah. the hero He's there. Man. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So you 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 spoke to you. you uh, Kevin likes to say that I give some players the Venezuelan bump. So I, I'm going to give you the Venezuelan bump by just yeah. putting Miggy's yeah. name on, on on the board here. Um, I, I always say this with with prospects that we talk about. I I love the the videos of when players get called up to the majors, I, I I really enjoy those videos, but I also enjoy the stories of them being drafted. Um, can you kind of walk us through your, that draft day? Uh, who you were with? Uh, who was surrounding you? How, how did you expect this call to be? Uh, I, we have heard some race prospects that we've had on the show that they didn't even know that the Rays were in on them until like 48 hours or when they actually got picked. So can you walk us through all of that and and if you knew about the Rays uh hunting you down uh, for, for the draft? Yeah,
2: so I mean I yeah, so I I basically had a, a Zoom meeting with the Rays like 2 days before the draft. It was like pretty last minute. Um but they were not the team that I thought was going to pick me, but I kind of I don't know. There was, I was either going to go like middle of the third round or like third to fourth round, or I was going to get pushed up because there was like six teams, uh, like between picks, like 60 and like 72 or whatever Mm. that were like kind of scattered in there that were all, that all seemed interested or whatever. So I, I thought maybe I could get lucky and get picked up there. If not, I should go at some point in the, the third or fourth round. Um, So what even did happen? I mean, I was just at my house with all my friends and families in the area. Um, Woke up, I think, probably like five minutes before the the draft started that day. Cruised downstairs, uh, grabbed a cup of coffee, sat down, started watching it. Um, And then like 10 minutes into it, uh, my agent called me. Uh, He said that another team had offered this. Uh, what, what do you think? I said, uh, let's, let's hold off. And then, you know, hung up for, with him. And then he calls me straight back and he's like, Oh, Hey, the Rays, the Rays wants you right after, (laughs) right after the Padres wanted you, would you take this? And I was like, sure, cool. Let's get it done. (laughs) Get out a quick day. Um, and then I, I hung up with my age with Randy, my agent, um, and the Rays were already on the clock, and then uh, the pick went in like, like five seconds later.
1: Um, wow! And did you know anything about the organization at that point? Had you, you know, r- really besides the the basics? I mean, I, I know you mentioned you had grown up following the the Tigers, and you being more on the West Coast. I don't know how much you had really had an understanding of of the way the Rays operate and so forth. No, no, not at
2: all. Um, yeah, the the Rays were they I mean it's kind of a weird team for me. It's like the the second furthest team from from where I live other than Miami. Um Yeah. So it was never like a a team that like I you know, like little kid in the backyard like, "Oh, here comes Kyle Manzardo with the Rays." It was it was never <laughs> that, uh for me, but I'm yeah, I'm happy to be here. I yeah. I love the organization.
1: And uh, who who from the Rays called you first? Who did you speak to first after being drafted?
2: Uh, James Bonacci, the uh, the area scout.
1: Okay, and did he tell you anything about hey, this is is why this is what we love about your skills. How we think
2: you can be a successful big leaguer. Uh, I don't. I honestly, I don't really remember. Yeah, it was a blur. Yeah, it was a blur. I mean, I was getting so many calls and stuff that day. Uh, oh, true. News news came to the house, all that. All that stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, hey. that whole was just crazy.
0: And how um how fast did you see them in person, the the organization? I'm I'm assuming that within a month?
2: Yeah, yeah, within a month. Um I don't know. I always kind of imagine like you get drafted and then you're like on a plane the next day, but it was like Yeah, a week and a half later, they're like, "Okay, you're gonna come down here in a week." And it was just like, "Oh wow, that's like (laughs) way more convenient than just like getting picked and then you're on a plane to Florida the next day."
1: Right. And you mentioned you obviously being drafted by the organization, being drafted as high as you were, but you love the organization. What is it that you love about the organization being part of the Rays? Just about how they operate and do business.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just. I think, I mean, at least last year we, I mean, they did just such a great job um, with like giving giving us information and stuff on whatever pitchers we were facing that day. Um, super, super nice, super easy to use, and they they I think they do a really really good job. Um, kind of teaching, you know, how all these these metrics and all these these charts and stuff that they're throwing out there on different pitchers and and hitters and stuff like that. Um, Like, they're not just, like, throwing it at you. They're, you know, they're showing you, and then they're explaining it, and then they're asking or they're answering any questions that you might have. So, I don't know. I feel like I have just such a better understanding for kind of all the stuff that goes on. Is that type
0: of information with the graphs and, and maybe, you know, different stats that, you know, you might not be familiar with, um, is it booklets? Is it like on video? Like what, what kind of information, how, how is the information actually being provided to you? Is it like an oral presentation? Like how, how is that given to you guys?
2: Uh, yeah, I think they, they usually just like present it, which is cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and going back a little bit and being drafted, I mean, you've, made history in a way as you were the highest drafted position player from Washington state since Scott Hatterberg. And then there's not many players as I can recall that, you know, are drafted or or play pro ball that are from Idaho either. So what does it mean to be kind of a select few and, um, and rare company and and maybe holding a, you know, kind of a, a mantle for Washington state and Idaho, Idaho at large.
2: Yeah. I mean, it feels, it feels great. Um, just trying to trying to keep going, I guess. It's the best best way I could put it. Um, trying not to feel, you know, too too satisfied with anything quite yet.
1: And then, why did you choose Washington State um, to go to college over some other programs? I didn't know if they were really early on the jump on you as a prospect, or um, you know, it was the the coaching staff, the the campus, a combination of it all that really kind of fit to, to what you were looking for. Um, just why them over maybe
2: another school or another program? Yeah. Um, well they, so I want to say they offered me summer going into my senior year. So I think when a lot of guys are typically like making their verbal commitments and stuff, maybe a little even late nowadays, but, um, and they gave me, they gave me a fair offer. Um, one that I could afford and I wasn't uh, really getting any other uh, offers from anybody. So it was either looking like, well, before that offer, I was thinking like, okay, I'm probably gonna end up at like a junior college, um, but then they they offered me and loved, loved the campus, liked the area, uh, Pac-12 school. So it was kind of, kind of a no brainer for me when they gave me an offer that I could afford
0: and what was your major uh uh during your time in college
2: uh i was in business and marketing
0: gotcha okay. did you enjoy those classes
2: yeah they were they were fine you're all right <laughs> I. I think i'm like three three semesters off of graduating so okay i definitely want to make sure i knock that out
1: cool. yeah no i think mason hour is taking classes as he's going through his uh professional career oh, right now busy. Too, so. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, yeah. little oh. challenge for you, which by the way, so you, and I don't know if it was something where you just kind of wanted to pick major and it, it sounded interesting, but have you ever given thought to, if you weren't playing baseball professionally, what you'd be doing as a career, what you'd want to do as a career, would it be, you know, following in the footsteps of your father of, Hey, I'm just going to coach baseball and teach something
2: along those lines. Um, you know, I haven't ever really, uh, I mean, I put some thought into it. I always figured if baseball didn't work out, then I'd probably just go join the the corporate war world. Um, yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's impossible it, to say really. Yeah.
1: What I like is that baseball's your plan A through Z. Like we're, you know, hoping yes. that it, and it, it looks like that's the the case right now. So I, I like how that's kind of the, the main uh, game plan as of right now for you. So, uh, and yeah. hopefully after your career is over, you won't have to work. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <You don't,
2: laughs> That'd be ideal. On yeah (laughs)
0: yeah exactly exactly um you know looking looking ahead to 2023 obviously the big h word has to be said you want to keep healthy but what is your main goal uh to improve in your game uh, this upcoming season
2: yeah i mean honestly you just you said it uh because nothing nothing happens unless you're you know healthy and playing every day um so that first and foremost, uh, but um, I don't know, I'd like to to just kind of build off of whatever I did last year and, you know, um, make adjustments whenever it's time to make adjustments and, you know, stay stay coachable, uh, keep mm-hmm. getting more and more athletic, uh, maybe steal a few more bags this year. We'll see. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I like that. <laughs> we'll see. Um but yeah just just basically to to build off of what i did last year cool um
0: i i do you know we have all the the numbers and stats possible in in 2023 to 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 grade a player i wasn't able to find a lot of defensive stats though uh for for minor leaguers so for those that haven't seen your de- defensive work, be a scout on Kyle Manzardo. Who is Kyle Manzardo with a glove? How? What? What are the 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 aptitudes that he has?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I make. I mean, I pick. I pick. I can't think of any picks that I dropped or just like missed um, this year. So I'm gonna pick it. I'll 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 pick up my teammates when it's time. Um. I think over the course of last season, I got a lot better at kind of getting to some of those balls in the four hole that yeah. um, are just like perfectly placed ground balls. I started getting to, to some of those, um, which was definitely an improvement from when I was drafted. Um, yeah, those are, <laughs> those are the two things.